0: Hey, welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Mike Freeman, pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. So excited to have you join us as we jump into a brand new gospel today. Today we find ourselves in, in Luke's gospel. And so this is the third gospel, Matthew, Mark, and then Luke. Now, Luke's gospel is unique because it's, uh, it's written by the companion of Paul, but, but not one of Jesus's original disciples. And so Luke is unique that way. It's also unique because uh, Luke was a Gentile. He was likely a Gentile, which makes this the only, uh, the only New Testament scripture written by a Gentile. Pretty amazing, pretty unique. In Luke, as we travel through these these chapters, we're going to see that he has an emphasis on the humanity of Jesus Christ. Jesus being a real person. Not only is he truly God, but he's truly man. And we're going to see an emphasis on Jesus as the Messiah, human, truly man, but as the Messiah. In fact, this uh, this term "Son of Man" Jesus uses, uh, I think, two dozen times in this gospel, describing himself. And so. Um, this, is, this is Luke. This is what we're going to jump into. And Luke chapter one, it is a long chapter. It has the, uh, the kind of the preface as Luke saying, hey, here's what I'm doing here, Theophilus. Luke's writing it for Theophilus, giving an orderly account of this gospel, of the story of Jesus Christ. And Luke includes the uh, the foretelling of John the Baptist's birth, the foretelling of Jesus's birth. You have the Magnificat, you have uh, Elizabeth and Mary meeting. There's just so much in Luke chapter 1, but but here's what I want us to look at today. Today as we read this chapter and we consider the ancient way for our modern day. I want to zero in on on the role of faith, on the expectation of faith, on how at the very outset, right out of the gate, in the Gospel of Luke, we find a recognition. Really, we find a call to have faith. Let me show you what I mean. If we jump in there and we start to read the the story of of John the Baptist, the the telling of his story before his birth, we have an angel of the Lord appearing to his father, and and as, as Zechariah, he is he's doing the the uh, the temple duties. He's in there alone. An angel appears to him. An angel tells him, you're going to have a son. This is what is going to happen with your son. And, and I want to tune in to the scripture. Look with me here. Uh, let, let's jump into, yeah, let me fix that. Verse 18, Luke 1:18. 18. Zachariah, his response to the angel. Look at what he says here. He says, how shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife is advanced in years. And so the backstory is uh Zachariah and his wife, they, they wanted a child, but she was barren. They they had no child. They were they were up in age, they were up in years, they, they kind of the expectation that they probably had given up on having a child because of their age. And this angel appears and says, You, your, your wife's gonna be with a child. And uh, listen to his response. He says, How shall I know this? Notice he doesn't say, Hey, I'm confused. Can you explain this to me? He he's looking for he's looking for evidence. He's looking for concrete um, kind of a, a sign beyond the fact that an angel is standing before him. Well, uh, he gets a sign. It's not a sign he would have wanted. Uh, the angel basically says, "I stand before the presence of God. You're you're going to question me, and for this reason, you are not going to be able to speak until your child is born." And so, he becomes mute until his child is born, because he is not, he's not trusting the words of God through this angel because he's not expressing faith. Now, I want to see the contrast here. Look with Mary. Look, look at Mary's response. Same thing. The angel of the Lord appears to her. The angel says, this is what's going to happen. And she says, how will this be since I'm a virgin? Now, I want you to look at the text. See if you can notice the difference. Zachariah says, how shall I know this? for I'm an old man and my wife is advanced in years. Mary says, how will this be since I am a virgin? You see the difference? Zachariah's response, he's looking for evidence. He's looking for um, for something more than an angel appearing before him, giving him the word of the Lord. Um, And Mary, her response is, I don't understand. Help me understand the dynamics of this they both have a legitimate observation. Uh, Zachariah's observation, he says, listen, I'm an old man. I'm advanced in years. He says, biologically, this does not make sense. But listen, the same thing is what Mary says. Mary says, I am a virgin. She says, listen, biologically, this does not make sense. They have the same concern, but Mary seems to express faith. Mary is, she is, open to this reality. She is, she seems to be leaning in to what the Lord is speaking through his angel, through his messenger. She, she is not questioning that this could happen. She's not looking for a greater sign uh, for crying out loud. She's got an angel appearing before her, giving her this news. And so her question is, explain this to me where Zachariah's question is, what's my evidence? How shall I know? Zachariah, I mean, this is, there's some contrast here that is worth noting. This is a someone who is in service to the Lord. He, he's serving in the temple. This is someone who should have an automatic faith response. And yet he has an automatic doubt response. The contrast is with Mary, a young girl, not much experience in life, not years of seeing God work in this world and in her life. And yet, she she really does express this childlike faith, this trust in God. This is our ancient way for our modern day, and I want us to see how it culminates as Mary, as she uh, she does what's called her magnificant. Let's just uh, well, let's read what she ends up singing to the Lord or saying to the Lord. This is a very famous passage. She says, "My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit re- my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior." For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. to Abraham and to his offspring forever and Mary remained with her with Elizabeth for about three months and returned to her home. Now this is uh, this is really cool. This is an expression of faith. In fact I want you to just look back here for just a second longer. Look at this uh, this text right here It says, "For he who is mighty has done great things for me." What has the mighty one done for her? He's made a promise. She she has not birthed the child yet. Uh but but God's mightiness has done great things in this promise and and, and the, the child being conceived. Look at she is she's got an expression of faith. And so as we, as we start this brand new book, as we enter into Luke and we, we travel through Luke's gospel, 24 chapters, we're gonna hit each of them. Uh, let's begin with the ancient way for our modern day right now, recognizing, recognizing that the ancient way is ultimately the way of faith. It's the way of looking at the promises of God and trusting them. No, not wanting more of a sign from God not saying, God, you need to prove that you are going to be faithful to me. It's simply trusting that God's gonna be faithful. Now, this doesn't mean life is going to work how we want. This does not mean that God's gonna, he's gonna listen to our plan and he's gonna follow our plan to a T. That's not what faith is. Faith is trusting in the good character of God and in the mighty power, the mighty one, the mighty power of God. Trusting him. Trusting his promises as revealed in the scripture. So there, there it is for today. Are you, are you leaning into trusting the Lord? Are are you, are you leaning away from trusting the Lord? Are you eager to trust him? Or are you, are you kind of knee-jerk reaction, one of doubt and questioning? God says he's good, but I don't see it. And today's a reset button. It's the reset button where we say, God, I am going to trust you, your promises and your ways. I'm going to trust your character and your faithfulness. I'm going to trust that you, that you are mighty and that you do great things. Let's trust the Lord together.